Monday Motivation on Sound Awake. Bravely, happy Monday this Monday, the most exciting day of the week. Sabo, Hey, happy Monday, Bramandla. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, and how are you doing? Uh, nursing the Bafana Bafana pain. Hey, right? Yeah, you know what? Uh, no, this seems to be a story of our lives. I, I think know? they should have called you there before they went to play Bravelli, just to talk to them. Man, I'm telling you, you know all these teams, man, they, they're supposed to, to, to call. So to help them because they're just huffing and puffing. I don't know what's really happening. They need to be seriously, you know, talked to because they seem not to be in, in, in touch with themselves. Hey, like no, David, I don't know what, what's really going on. But yeah, no, I think you and I need to join hands and, 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 and see what we can do, you know, hey. uh, about this situation because it's, it's an embarrassment. Eh? They're giving us so much stress, it's not funny at all. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, we need to do something about it. We're breaking the fast and uh, we're breaking the fast with feedback, really? Yeah, we're breaking the fast with the feedback. You know, it's a, you know, you know, people, those people who are called champions, their breakfast is called feedback. It means they, they keep on getting feedback. You know, in order for you to be a champion, in order for you to be a master, there are certain things that you need to, you know, to do. But one of those things is feedback. You need to, you know, continuously get feedback. Not just any feedback, but good feedback. And, and I just want to you know, just talk about these things because when you, some people just think, oh, no, I'll just do it on my own. Oh, I just, no, you need feedback because if you really want to be a champion, you need to keep on getting out of your, you know, your, your comfort zone. You need to keep on getting out of what you know you can do better and get a challenge. And, and, and you cannot see that if you are looking at it yourself. But you need someone else outside of yourself to look at you because you cannot see the picture if you're in a frame. You cannot see the label when you're trapped inside the box. You need someone who's outside of the box that's going to look at this box that you, that you are in and be able to tell you and say, hey, the label is this. So sometimes we tend to rely on ourselves a lot. But the reason why is that is because we have something that is called status. This status is the level, is the position uh, that you see yourself occupying in a social place. And whenever you get feedback, it tends to dent this uh, status of yours. So you better keep it to yourself because you don't want it to be dented. You don't want to appear bad or not good enough. That's, that's one of the reasons. So it's something that comes from evolution. But one day I'll talk about that. So, so when you talk about uh, champions, when you talk about masters, they, they, they engage in something that we call purposeful practice. Because we, we don't just talk about practice as well. We talk about purposeful practice. Because there's purposeful practice, and the low level of purposeful practice is what is called naive practice. So naive practice is when you keep on doing the same thing uh, over and over again. You are having fun. You are doing it day in day. They are the same as have fun, but I mean, like you keep on doing it, and then you're not improving. You just do what you enjoy, what you know you can do. Then you you tap the ball, you do this and that, 
And there's nothing that really challenges you. That is called naive practice. But when you talk about purposeful practice, we're talking about purposeful practice, we're talking about the kind of practice where you do something but someone is watching you and it gives you feedback. So there are three levels there. There are three keys to purposeful practice. Number one, you need to have a goal. This goal must be very clear. You can't just say, you know, I want to have a lot of money or I just want to lose weight. You know, the question is, it must be specific. What what weight do you want to, what's your ideal weight that you want to, you know, to, uh, to, 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 to be in, to weigh? And how much money do you specifically want to make? I mean, you hear people say, I want to have a lot of money. But if I to ask, ask them and say, how much money would be enough for you? Then they start rolling out their eyes because they're still thinking. So the yeah. mind doesn't like fuzziness. You need to be very specific and say, this is this. If I were to get this amount of uh, much money, then I'll be content. I'll be able to do A, B, C, and D, not just having a lot of money. So first of all, therefore, we need to have specific goals. If you say, I want to improve in my speaking, for an example, or I want to improve in my job, but what areas of your job that you want to, to improve in? Be specific, which one? So that you'll be knowing when you reach the target. Don't just say, I want to improve, because, you know, that's too broad. So it means learn to set goals that are very specific so that that will lead you to the next stage, which is the second part, which is intense focus. You want to be intensely focused when you are doing what you are doing. So if you just want to improve, you will have and pass and like bafana bafana, do this and do that and just do a little bit of this. But if you, you specify and say, this is what I want to do. I want to achieve this. I, I want to write my reports within four hours. And I want my reports to be of this quality. And you specify the quality. So that whenever you write reports, you will write something that will be specific, something that will be good, and you'll see yourself improving on that particular aspect. And then you move on to the next. So number one, set a specific goal, a very clear one. Number two, have an, an intense focus. Have this prolonged uh, focus attention. Identify one thing at a time, improve on it, achieve a goal, set another one, and move on. And then number three, you need to get feedback. I'm talking about immediate feedback. So that feedback, it simply tells you now what I've been explaining and saying to people that you need to have a coach. You need to have someone who's going to look at you and challenge you and say, okay, now you've done that. Now let's move it up a notch. Let's level up. Okay, now you can do, I mean, like two, I mean, uh, two Ks. Now let's add another half a K. Let's make it two, I mean, like 2.5 Ks. Because you don't want just to settle, but to keep on moving. That's what makes the journey exciting when you get feedback. Because that's something. And also there are three kinds of feedback. We always hear people talking about feedback and whatever. So in my sessions and in my talks, I talk about this kind of feedback. So when you talk about feedback, feedback is mainly about what you have done in the past. It's about uh, the, like the progress that you have made. You have done something. And now, I mean, like your coach meets you and says, okay, let me give you feedback. So when you give feedback, this is where we were. This is what you were meant to do. Did you do it? How is the progress like? You know, so that's number one, uh, feedback. And then number two, there's something that we call feed forward. So feedback is focusing on the past, on where you were and where you are now. Mm. So when you talk about feed forward, we're talking about what you need to do to achieve 
the next step. So it means fit forward is looking at the past and then fit forward is looking just slightly into the immediate future. And then the third level of feedback we have is what we call feed up. So feed up is looking at the entire goal. So for you to to go to the Olympics or to qualify to I mean for the Olympics, which is a bigger goal for an example, you need to do this and that and that. This is the feed I mean feed up that I'm giving you. For you to become a manager, for an example, you need to do this. This is a feed up. But if I say I want you to achieve this next, I mean like this next step, sort of towards the goal. So that is the feed forward. So the feedback is where we've been. So these three go together. But people just talk about feedback because we don't know about this. I mean these things. We just talk about feedback, and then I want to give you feedback. And people are scared of feedback because feedback is like. You know, someone says, I'm going to shoot you. Because why? Evolutionary, it dents your image. Remember the brain, the organizing principle of the brain is to, is to keep you safe, is to protect you. So feedback is part of what we call the social pain. It brings that is associated with social pain, something that is going to hurt you. So when someone says, let's sit down. So we need to learn as well as parents. We need to learn as leaders how to give feedback. And as well as those people who are receiving feedback, we need to set ourselves up because without feedback, it means you haven't had your breakfast. Because champions, I tell you, they thrive on feedback. That's why they keep on improving. They don't take it personal. No. They, they learn as, as bitter as feedback can be, but it actually sets you up for, for success. Sure. It's uh, coming up to 12 minutes uh, to uh, 5 o'clock on SFM. Uh, leading the conversation with Bravelinda about the engineered mind uh, to succeed, talking about uh, uh, feedback, a breakfast for champion to grow. You need to begin to receive feedback. Question is, are you ready also? Who is giving the feedback and what are their intentions? Are you able to read between the lines? We talk. Monday Motivation on Sound Awake. Braveli is still with us. Braveli, um, obviously, uh, we get jittery when somebody is going to give us feedback. Sometimes it's got to do with positive jittery, if you will, because we're excited. You know, this person pays attention to what we do. Sometimes we're not so sure. How do we navigate that space? You see, I just love that question, Bermuda, because that's what, that, that's what clarifies what I was actually saying. The importance of setting a goal, having a clear goal. If you know exactly what you want, and you're very clear, let's say for an example, you say, I want to, uh, to make a million this year, you know, to raise this amount of money. And someone comes to you and says to you, you know what, uh, you must just work hard. Then you know, and say, okay, from where this person is coming from, what is working hard? How is working hard going to help me, you know, achieve this uh, goal of mine of, 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 of getting or raising one million grants? And is this person, has this person done it before? You, you know, then you are able to match this thing up and, and say, okay, because you, it's very difficult to discern or to differentiate between the two, between someone who's giving you the right advice, because there's an emotional advice and there's a technical advice. Someone may give you the advice because they love, they love you, they want you not to get ahead, but they're not helping you. And there's someone who's going to give you something that may appear harsh, but that's going to help you. 
but that doesn't seem like to be, you know, like uh, uh, that you are loving it or that it's good for you. But technically, it's good for you. So you've got to learn to discern those things. But for you to discern those things or between those two things, you must have a clear goal that you want to achieve. Because if you don't have a clear goal, you just want to you just wanna improve. And someone is telling you, in order for you to improve, you must work hard. But I'm working hard. Hard work is not the only thing. Hard work only comes when I'm working on the right thing. Give me the strategies. Look at, tell me that you have watched me doing this and that and that. And if I were to do this, then I'll improve because, you know, when someone gives you something, says, this I suggest that will help you because, not just, oh, I think that's going to help you. But therefore, always keep your eyes on the ball and say, this is the goal I want to achieve. That will help you, therefore, be able to clarify and to be very, you know, honest with yourself in terms of gauging the feedback that you're getting. Because there's, there's a lot of feedback that you're going to get, but most of it won't be, won't, won't cut it because it won't be helping you specifically to achieve this. But, but people don't want to hurt others or they just want to take this because, oh, I respect this person. But a goal that you have, it shouldn't be about whether you're respecting someone else or not, but it should be about whether that person is giving you the specifics for you to achieve this goal that is specific that is in front of you. You see, that's the importance of setting specific goals because you are able, therefore, to gauge—I mean, uh, to gauge the information or the advice that you are getting or the feedback that you are getting, whether it's emotional or technical. But but you want something technical, specifically. You want something that is going to do with the skill. So I, 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 I need to to strive to be objective in my reception of feedback. Yes. So, so, so when you do that as well, and you need to strive to be objective, the question is, it will always be about why do you say that? And how is this? So it means you are able to be in your conscious mind most of the time. You don't become emotional when someone gives you feedback and then you know you start becoming sort of like defensive. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm going to do a no. Well, why would you say that? Why, why would you say this will be, I mean, this is going to help me? And then the person will be able to say, no, the reason why I'm saying that is that before you hit the ball, for an example, you become too quick. You know, you, you hasten up to kick the ball. You know, you need to look around you. Look at, before the ball comes to you, look around you, look at if there's any opponent around you so that when you get the ball, and also look at someone, you know, like uh, uh, one of your team members who is running, the teammates who is running on the side, so that when you get this ball, then you're going to pass it to that one. You know, you don't decide when the ball is with you, but you decide long before the ball comes to you because you've, you've read the play. So it means the advice that I'm giving you to first read the play will help you to improve your game so that when you pass the ball, you know who you're passing it to. So that you, you look at the space. So that's the kind of advice, you know, that you're looking at. So that's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. So you need that person that's going to be able to help you improve. Because if you say you want to improve, but what aspect of the game you want to improve? Hmm. Some people say we need to think of feedback as a gift. Yes, you need to think of feedback as a gift, but it's wisdom to be able to discern it as well. Because there's wisdom that is not good, there's wisdom that is good. So how is it going to help you? So wisdom is going to be developed mainly 
you know, to know which one is good for you at that particular time. Feedback may be good, but you find that it's not good at that particular time for the goal that you are working on. So you need to be very specific about the goal. And I'm still stressing that. If you say you want to lose weight and you say how much weight, because that will give you the time that you need to put in there and the kind of food. And someone says, no, if you eat this food as well, this food is going to be good for you. Let's say, for example, your goal is to reduce or to increase protein in your body. And someone says, no, if you do this as well, it's going to improve your, you know, your magnesium. It's going to improve your, you know, your, 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 your calcium. And say, but no, my calcium is fine. My magnesium is fine. At this point, I want to increase protein. So the feedback that it must give me should help me increase protein, Bermuda. So that's, a kind, so that's why now the specificity is very, very important. Because when you are clear about your goal, it helps you to become specific in terms of your action. Because most people say they want to improve. No, they want feedback. But they only take selective feedback. And you find that it's not helping them. But it's because they respect those people that give them respect. I mean, like that kind of feedback. It's not about having a respect or saying, I like this person or I don't like that person. Hence, I'm not going to take their feedback. Or this one, I'm going to take their feedback anytime. No, but... How is it relevant to the goal? Is the goal specific enough to be able to say, no, this, this, this one, this feedback is quite good. Mm. And you say, mm. thank you very much. But if you do not have a specific goal, you're not going to intensely focus on things. You know, you will just keep on taking and take things personal. That's why champions don't take things personally. When you don't take personally, when you've developed yourself, it's a, it's a skill that you develop. It's, a, it's that one of asking questions. And that's why, therefore, what makes it easier for feedback? Because there are two things that have been scientifically proven. That given feedback, I mean, like, based on neuroscience, I mean, scientists that have conducted studies as well, when you give, when you look at the circuits of the, I mean, in the brain, uh, the, the parts in the brain that are responsible for us giving and receiving feedback, when you give feedback and when you are receiving feedback, the certain similar parts of the brain are actually triggered. And it makes it very difficult to give feedback and to receive feedback. Because when you're going to give feedback, you're thinking, hey, I hope this person doesn't get hurt. And whatever. And when someone is receiving feedback, it feels like he's on the receiving end. He's, mm-hmm. he's already, you know, like, uh, sort of like, you know, like feeling like he's being attacked. So the best way to get feedback and, and, and to make it easier is to solicit feedback. Because when you solicit feedback, it means you have positioned yourself mm-hmm. to receive feedback to say, Oh, well, it's going to come because I know I respect this person. He knows about this thing. He's going to be fair with me. And then when you solicit it, therefore you're in that space of saying you are ready to receive it. And also you make it easier for the giver of the feedback to say, wow, okay, this person, it means he's not going to see it as an attack. You know, so it makes it easier for you to be honest. Because in the world, there's so much feedback that is given. Just nice, fit, uh, nice feedback that doesn't help people. Because, oh, someone just said this to me. Because we have to try to find a way. You know, because it's unsolicited. But you have to give it. And this person must also, mustn't hurt this person. How many times do you want to give someone feedback? But you're worried about, oh, this person is going to take it personally. Mm. Oh, maybe let me rather keep it to myself. But it's not going to help this person. If at an individual level, we learn 
to to develop ourselves to develop the skill of asking for feedback especially identify certain people that you that you know not that you just respect but that are so good at what you do and that will give you that have that will give you a fair feedback not just fair but that will tell you the truth not Bravelli? tell you what you want to hear time is just too jealous bro we'll leave it here for today thank you so much once again for giving us that oomph so i look forward to it even though i dread it but i'll face it because it can only mean growth wishing you a fabulous monday Bravelli. thank you so much thank you very much Bramanda. i wish you a fantastic week ahead lovely you too sir it's been real Bravelli by the engineered mind find him on all the socials and talk more about feedback